Before America entered the war in 1941, American children were already familiar with the evil supervillain Adolf Hitler. Each week, they got to watch their favorite hero, Captain America, take down Hitler with a single punch in his red, white, and blue spandex costume. When Captain America throws his mighty shield, all those who chose to oppose his shield must yield. If he's led to a fight and a duel is due, then the red and the white and the blue will come through when Captain Since their inception, costume comic book heroes have had a habit of being political, whether overtly, like that example, or shrouded behind nudged and winking metaphors. This is why most iconic superheroes were born out of political upheaval, like the Watchmen in response to Ronald Reagan in the Cold War, Captain America in response to World War II, or Iron Man during the Vietnam War. The characters could handle the issues that Americans were facing every day, allowing them to process them at a removed capacity. The hero's popularity makes them very good at spreading messages to the public. In other words, the strongest power comic book characters have is their ability to act as propaganda. Comic books work most effectively as propaganda when they are used as part of something called the pre-persuasion strategy. Pre-persuasion is a way of manipulating the context of a message. It, in a sense, sets the stage in which propaganda is to be presented on and acts as a quote-unquote icebreaker for a conversation that the target doesn't even know is happening. Like most models of propaganda, pre-persuasion is designed to work without alerting its target it's even there. Having comic books and their heroes reflect certain themes and strategies of pre-persuasion, propagandists have an easy in for getting their messages accepted in a wider mainstream audience. The power of words in the pre-persuasion strategy is reminiscent of another model of propaganda, something called heuristics. Heuristics are shortcuts the brain takes when processing messages. In propaganda, this refers to symbolism and trigger words we connect to certain feelings and past experiences in order to make decisions in the present. For instance, authority heuristics revolve around someone the message viewer respects liking something, so the viewer chooses to follow by example and like that thing too. Comic books use authority heuristics most often and most effectively when including political and patriotic themes in their hero storylines. People see the word patriotic and there are certain feelings that word triggers, pride, respect, and duty for instance. It creates a very pro-patriotic and, by extension, pro-America environment. Comic books have a long history of patriotic themes. As mentioned before, a lot of iconic heroes were the direct result of their creators catering to the needs of America. Captain America, with the name, the suit, and upstanding morals, is one giant symbol for American values. He's called the patriotic man with a plan, and suddenly, he becomes immune to criticism. To dislike Captain America is to dislike America. Comics would use this method over and over again, with the Watchmen in the Cold War, Iron Man in Vietnam, and the Punisher in Desert Storm. By giving these heroes the label patriot, they have made patriotism cool, modern, and accessible to mainstream America. Any other pro-America propaganda is easier for Americans to digest since they are comfortable and familiar with the ideals already. This worked to great effect in 1940, when Superman was responsible for the fall of the KKK. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Though he no longer was needed to fight Nazis, Superman continued working towards truth, justice, and the American way. 
His adventures moved from comic panels to radio waves, as he became a star of a weekly radio show. While much of Superman lore was established within the show's run, what history most remembers is Superman single-handedly taking down the KKK. A real-life journalist and Superman writer named Stetson Kennedy infiltrated the Atlanta chapter of the KKK in order to expose the rituals and mystery that surrounded the Klan. By telling a story on the radio, but replacing himself with Superman, Kennedy made the Klan a laughable villain. Superman easily defeated them, using the codes and ritual information Kennedy had gathered from the meetings in order to take away any mystery or intrigue the Klan once had. He had essentially changed the context of the Klan. Heroes, fictional and real, have an impact. They change this world and the next. Like super speed, strength, and any other superpower, there are some who would use it for good and others for evil. And while the comic book writers and heroes may not have intentionally created propaganda, over the last 80-odd years, they have successfully paved the way for true propagandists. They created an environment that allowed for propaganda to be woven into our culture in a way that we never saw coming. It is a fact that propaganda is most successful when we least expect it or are unaware of it entirely. Comic books have been disregarded as forms of art, literature, and propaganda for decades. Now, as they are gaining unprecedented popularity, we have to treat them as we should treat any form of mass media, with a critical eye. We can't rely on others to tell us what to believe and trust. We have to make those choices ourselves. We have to be our own heroes. For Graft, I'm Ashley Miller.